Merry Christmas. All right, pretty good. You guys are so loud. Did you? I don't know if you took in the uh, community greeting social time of the last couple of minutes, but it was like roaring loud. If you keep it up, people are going to think we're actually a church. Good job. Uh, welcome to Rock Bible Church. We are a Christ-centered. And then Scott says it right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to I want to mix it up uh, this morning and have a little bit of fun. Uh, good morning. Welcome to Rock Bible Church. We are a Christmas-centered, huh? Biblically-based, uh, compelling, casual community, and we're going to do all of that in our continuing series in a uh, little eight-verse section of Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. This is three of six. We've been looking at the things we need to reconcile, resolve, uh, fix, explain, work out when it comes to the Christmas story, uh, because it's, it's, it's a little far-fetched, right? I mean, if you just came in off the street and heard the Christmas story, you'd be thinking, wait, there's, there's a few things wrong with this story. But upon further review, you can get it right, right? Some of you are going to be enjoying a review later this afternoon when uh, Dallas and Philly play. Or apparently there's a Niner game. I have, an, I have an inkling that that might be happening. I don't know why I feel that. It might be because of something right around here. My goodness. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who have been at the church for a little while, but not too long, and you get the references that sometimes, you know, Heitzman's not here, so I'm going to ask a question and blah, blah, blah. Well, I am incapable of saying that today because the Heitzmans are here, so we want to acknowledge that. Um, came all the way from Idaho, rode their bikes, it was amazing. So uh, it's good to have you. And I'm pretty sure that means we're going to have a Sunday service extra this morning. We'll get there. But we want to figure out the parts that can make sense of God and his Christmas story. Of Christ the King, little baby Jesus. Uh, we, need, we want to make sense of those. And so we've been uh, looking at them. Last week we looked at uh, resolving uh, Joseph and Mary this week we're going to try to resolve the dream. Uh, anybody have dreams? I had a weird dream that we were remodeling a house that we don't live in, but only the bottom floor, and we put in linoleum with no structure underneath it, and it was just like we were floating, and then there were four holes in it in a line, and then under that was like the dog bed, and there's probably some conscious uh, standing of the dog in my own mind. It's below the basement. Anyways, um, we want God's dreams to make more sense than that. Amen? Let's pray and, uh, and maybe hit one of the best dreams ever. Lord, thanks for this morning. Thanks for your word. Thanks for this season, what it represents. The coming king, the wonderful counselor, almighty God. 
pray, Lord, that uh, we would understand it more and more, that we would seek it more and more. And then beyond the things that we can make sense of, Lord, that we would enjoy the mystery of the things that will remain mystery. And so help us this morning as we look at your word, uh, help us in our hearts and our minds. And we pray this in your precious son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 This is Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. uh, Did it happen? Sure did. Uh, Somebody was saying uh, earlier this week to me, you know, we're, we're about to celebrate the birth of a Jew in Israel area from about 2,000 years ago all around the world. It's kind of random. That one kid must have been pretty important, right? And I love how he starts this. This is to explain how this did happen. And one of the things I love about Scripture, and it starts in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, is that the Scripture always functions from the assumption that God is real he is active he is good he is all there's all these assumptions that the bible functions from and many times we come to scripture and we look at it and we say oh golly this is confused i don't know because you come with your preconceived notions rather than take it at face value you know Uh, it's like my mom used to say when I was growing up, somebody would do something or whatever and say something, and she would say, I believe you. Well, what do you mean, Mom? Well, I believe you said it, and I believe you, and now you're going to have to have the consequences of what you were doing, and I believe that'll be good too. We're just going to go with it and see where it goes. Now, that seldom worked out well for me (laughs) till I got to Scripture, and to God, and said, how about I try, best I can, set aside my agenda, and ask, where is he going with this? How could this make sense? Um, Because he says, this is how it happened, right? When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm going to start using this phrase anytime I hear that somebody is pregnant of a niece just announced well apparently she announced it a while ago i just found out this last week i was the last to know which if you're the pastor you find out first or you find out dead last it's just the way it works so um she was apparently found to be with child love that uh, her husband joseph being a just man unwilling to put her to shame resolved to divorce her quietly so did he have a plan Ooh. Anybody good at changing plans? No? No, seriously. Anybody you like, well, no, we're just spontaneously, we're going to adjust, and we were going to go here, but I got a coupon, so now we're going there. Anybody? You're good with that? Okay, I don't like any of you. All right, once I have a plan, that's it. And getting me off the plan causes conflict, right? Sorry, hun. <laughs> um, so what's going to happen with this? Watch, um, there's a really big but in this story. Verse 20. As he considered these things, is he thinking, is he planning, he's working out details. Behold, 
an angel of the Lord appeared to him. Anybody ever done that? Had an angel appear? I mean, because this morning, we could be also, rather than just resolving the dream, we could be resolving the angel. Like, I've, I've heard they're, they're pretty bad. And I don't mean bad as in wrong or evil. Like, when they show up, they can change everything in a moment's notice. They are powerful and can be scary. In fact, this guy makes a claim, I stand in the presence of God. Now, this is a little scary for me because I find out from other places in Scripture, we as humans, we cannot exist in the pure presence of God. We would be, what is the word? Eviscerated or something like that. I mean, you would just, we would fail to exist because we can't handle it. There's something about angels that's better than us that can handle it. And when angel shows up, You're second place, no matter what's going on. And he gets an angel, which I'm a little jealous of at the same time of being scared, because do, do you want to see an angel or do you want to avoid an angel? Which one is it? Rock Bible Church? It's both, right? You kind of, and you can't, I'm in conflict. I don't know which answer I want, right? So this angel shows up. Luckily, it's a little bit safer because uh, different from Zechariah, when angel shows up to Zechariah inside the temple, it's physical presence where we're very much awake. He gets the buffer of in a dream. Now, I asked how many people have ever said seen an angel? Oh, none of you raise your hand. Let's try a better one, okay? Well, actually, I have been in the presence of an angel. Right, okay, yeah, we're gonna get to that actually because it's gonna get worse. That whole thing right there that's gonna get worse when we get to fill in number one. No, yeah, no, two. I love I'm asking you questions as if you know the lesson. Um, and, and yet, where was I? Oh, oh, yeah, so let's let's do this. Uh, how many people have ever had a dream? Okay. Let's eliminate a whole bunch of those dreams. How many have ever had a dream about God that was good? Now, look around. Very few hands up. Pretty rare. Okay. We're going to solve that later too. He gets an, a, an experience with God kind of one step removed because it's an angel and then a second step removed because it's a dream i gotta beg the question does that actually happen i asked you to i mean have you seen an angel none of you raised your hand i said how many i had dreams a bunch of you i said how many of them are god dreams you know hands come down how many are good god dreams because eh, a lot of you have bad god dreams where he shows up and you're in trouble or is that just me Watch what happens. Angel says, uh, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. We've got to say amen to that, right? Amen? amen. 
Okay. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. We'll get to him in a second. What just happened here? Because I told you that this is the account of when Jesus was born. Did it actually happen? Yes, right? This is an account of assuming God exists and that things, things do happen, right? And then it said, she was found to be with child. I told you I really like that phrase and I'm going to start using it more, okay? Which I would love for many of you to give me excuses to use that phrase. Some of you qualify, you're in that age range. Come on, let's go. Life's short. Be fruitful and multiply, okay? Just a little commercial. Um, And I lost my place again. <laughs> Squirrel. Are we, wa- are we watching the movie Up right now? Because I feel like the dog. Oh, yes. And uh, found to be with child. And then he, being a righteous man, decided to make a, uh, what do we call it? It starts with a P, ends with land. He made a plan. Here comes Angel in dream. And what just got... What just happened? Second plan. Which I never can say second plan. I have this disease where I go, different plan. Why do I use different plan? Think darkly about me, right? Why won't I call it second plan? I call it different plan because I'm triggered, right? Why? Because I don't like... I hate change, right? You got a coupon, and so now we're going, no. You have a good time. I'll see you later. I'm still going to the sushi joint, all right? That's it. I don't like to change plans. How do you think Joseph is doing right now? (laughs) Poor guy. Thought he was getting married. Thought he was going to be the father, eventually, of the first child this lady would have. Next thing you know, you're having dreams, and angels are showing up. And, oh, by the way, we're going to turn your whole life on its head. How's he doing? He is trying to resolve the dream. When he wakes up from that, what just happened? Right? It's like coming out of a bad meeting on the third floor and you get in the elevator with your coworker and you realize you're in a lot more trouble than you thought you were. And you say, What just happened in that meeting? That actually happened in Arkansas. Um, but this happened apparently on purpose. There was always supposed to be two plans and confusion. There was always supposed to be an angel and supposed to be a dream because, yeah, that's how you say it when you're degenerate burglar. Um, they were told about it ahead of time. Now, does anybody like um, trailers for movies or getting a clue or somebody sending you a memo ahead of time? By the way, we're all wearing red today. Because it's Christmas time, right? And then you get there and you realize, oh. Or you show up to a costume party that's not a costume party. (laughs) Hey, what's wrong with him? Right? We like to have a little advance notice. This is what happens. Behold, verse 23, the virgin shall conceive. By the way, was she a virgin? Did she conceive? And she's going to bear a son. Does that happen? And they shall call his name Manny. Emmanuel, which means God with us. Did that happen? I want you to understand the way this all happened is because you had a guy in total conflict named Joseph. He decided to resolve the dream. 
He said, I'm going to go with the dream. I'm going to go with the different plan. I'm going to go with a, a God jacking up my life. No, you're not going to keep doing what you're doing. Instead, you're going to start a church from scratch with nothing. Yeah, thanks for that one. You think that changed some things? Has anything like that happened to you? I'm not asking if you've ever started a church or if you were ever found to be with child. Have you ever had a plan and God shows up and says, oh, newsflash, wrong plan. What? I liked my plan. It made sense in my head. My heart was in it. I was projecting, you know, the first two Advent candles, hope and peace in my future because of my plan. He says, yeah, no, we're going to do the hope and the peace, but... Not your plan. Not my will, but thy will be done. Joseph woke from the sleep. He said, the heck with this, I'm out of here. Is that what he said? No, that's what I would have said. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Um, the only reason that this happens, the only reason that Joseph obeys is what? Because she had a kid? No, he came up with a plan for her having a kid, right? The only reason that he changes course is because God speaks to him through a dream with an angel, and he says, oh, yeah, I believe you. That's a stretch. It'd be probably too great of a stretch for me i praise god that he never used me in this because i would have messed it up he picked the right guy at the right time because god knew and orchestrated that joseph would resolve the dream and i want us to look at some little pieces in this story that help us buy into joseph resolving the dream why why, are we, why do we have a vested interest in Joseph buying into the dream? Because who else needs to buy into the dream? You do. Right? I bought in already. Okay? We all need to come to a place where we buy into the stuff, even if there's more mystery than we're comfortable with. Here's the first one. Um, when God speaks... Jeez, God, shouldn't that say, if God speaks, or if he could speak, or what's the difference between if and when? Two letters. One's four letters. The other one's two letters. Give me a, a, a deeper observation than that. What's the difference between if and when? When is fact. If is a variable. You know, if you get the job, is way worse than when you get the job, right? We love that it says when, when God speaks. Um, who can say that? Who can say when God speaks? Well, we can, but who says it? What's the difference between the personality profile of a person who says when God speaks and a person who say, well, if God spoke, belief. Saying I buy in. 
at some point for your relationship with the Lord, you will have to function from the assumption that God, take the when out, God speaks. And, and you have to. Why? Because if you don't, you can never get past the comma. Right? Do you see that comma? Nothing matters in the end of the sentence. If you don't buy the first part, why did Joseph believe? Because he believed God exists. And he believed that God spoke, right? In fact, our attention's drawn to it in right after it says, because this was done to fulfill what the prophet had said. What is that? That's God speaking. Joseph assumed God was real, assumed he's active because he assumed that he speaks. And not just once in a little while, or I think he talked to Adam in the garden, but not since. When God speaks, I got a question before we get past the comma. How often is that for you? How often do you think that happens? Your your theology will only be as great as your understanding of how often does he speak. For me, it's like an 80s rap song that I remember. He never shuts up. That's not meant to be disrespectful. It's meant to say what? He's always speaking. Now, for some of you, you're going to have lived experience where you think he's silent. In fact, he's giving you the silent treatment. Well, he talks to George and Fred all the time, but he never talks to me. Yeah, he's talking. What's the problem? You ain't listening? I had a moment in Arkansas where everything was... I think shifting is a good word. And I finally realized I was waiting for God to speak rather than acknowledging what he was saying already. Let's move on. When God speaks, because we assume that, is he timely? Is he timely? Right? Give us our fill in there, guys. The magic from the magic booth. Wham! As and funny. Um, in verse 20, it says, as he considered these things. When was the best time for him to get a dream and an angel in the dream? Right then, right? What's on the very tip of his mind? Tip of his tongue. And he's already got a plan. And he's about to... Here's, here's, a, here's a word, misstep. Because real plan is about to be revealed. And he's about to, right? That's the sound for when you mess something up. Whoops, got to go back. How timely is God when he speaks? Perfect. And you don't need to be a grandma to know that. Apparently you can be a young guy in a really bad scenario, and what do you need? You need timely, right? Some of us, I wonder what what would happen for your relationship with the Lord if you started to consider that more fascinating than the angel or the dream was the timeliness. Look at the timing. If the timing was 
perfect because somebody really, really smart right over here said the timing was perfect. If the timing was perfect, and we go with that assumption also, what does that have to tell you? The source, the speaker, is perfect. Now, were you generating any of the timely? When God speaks in your life, when something shows up, when something changes, when you get a break or you get shut down, door closed on you, are you generating that timing? I, I, I tell you what, I try to I love timing. I try to di I dictate, initiate, manipulate. I try to do all the eights when it comes to timing. I want control, right? I want Janet Jackson control, right? <laughs> but who does timely? Not us, right? So we're going to try it again because he missed it. It was a test of the emergency broadcast system. And I always say, well, he's not here, so I have to ask you. Then I just asked a question, and he didn't answer. Uh, let me try it again. Who does timely? Jesus. Thank you, Mark Heitzman. There you go. You had it. There's your Sunday service extra in person. God does timely. Love it. Now, did Joseph stumble on that concept? Well, it just maybe happened this one time. No, this is pattern for him. Why? Ooh, look at this. There's another reference to a different book. Luke chapter 1, verses 11 through 12. Let's see if our timely comedians in the booth can maybe... Voila! Open says me. There we go. Oh, we just found the magic words. Open says me. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. Who was that? Look, two words later. It was Zachariah, right? What happened? Six months earlier, Mary's cousin, Elizabeth, her husband, Zachariah, who's a priest, he draws the short straw and he has to go in to do the thing. They tie the rope in case the Spirit of God kills him because he's impure. He walks into the Holy of Holies by himself and he meets an angel. This is the one I was telling you about earlier. It was time for him to hear some things. In order to hear those things, it was time for an angel to show up. In fact, it was time for him to hear because it was time for John the Baptist to come on the scene. And it was time for them to actually have a kid when they didn't ever have a kid before and were told they couldn't. In fact, God showed up and did timely like crazy for Zach. And so when it happens to Joe, he goes, oh, I've seen that before. Right? You know the best ways to teach a, a player how to score? Have them watch someone else do it. All right, you want to turn now? What happens when you see someone else score? Are you fired up? Yeah. And then you're like, well, let's do that again. In fact, I want to score. Um, this story's the same. God can speak in timely ways for you. Okay? And here's the thing. Um, I want to make sure I remember how to. Yeah. When it happens, 
are you going to, when, when timely happens for you, will you be more excited about the timing or the timer? Ooh, I see what you just did there, Scott. Timing is great, but who's the timer? Jesus, God is the actual timer. And sometimes we get so excited about the timing, we forget about the timer. We get so excited about the message or the messenger that we forget who's speaking. I love that, that God, um, well, He's the timer because time is His construct. What does that mean, Scott? I only finished kindergarten. He created time. It's one of his tools. He uses and manipulates. For what? Say good. How often? Say all the time. Right? We have to start functioning from the assumption that he speaks, and when he speaks, it was at the right time. Uh, write this verse reference down if you're into this kind of thing and looking stuff up. Romans chapter 5, verse 6, it says, And yet while we were still weak, Christ died for us at the right time. When Jesus shows up on the scene, it's the right time. When he shows up to Mary, it was the right person at the right time because God is orchestrating. What do you want him to orchestrate? I asked a question earlier. How many of you have had a, a dream about God that was good? There were like six of you. Now you, you've gone and done it. Now we have to have homework. We've always said we're not a church with a whole lot of rules and we don't pass out assignments and homework, but today that changes. Pray to God that he would give you a dream about him that was good. And watch what happens. And timely, oh, look at you. Got some Sunday service extras. Okay, when God speaks, is he timely? Yes. Amen. Uh, God speaks also in more ways than we close think. He speaks in more ways than we think. You know, if God would just show up and tell me directly, I've heard that before, time or two, top ten thing, worst things said to a pastor, Right? Um, why does God speak in more ways than we think? I mean, this is the easiest one to prove as far as the verse 20, right? An angel speaks, that's a, that's a different way, right? And through a dream, that's a different way too. It's really easy to resolve the angel in the dream if you believe that the character of God is for him to speak in many different ways. Um, dear, dear you uh, ladies, uh, hold on to your husbands for a second here. They might pass out, okay? Because God sometimes speaks through your wife. Hold them. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tompkins trying to get extra credit points today. Good. Um, God speaks in, in all kinds of ways. And we start to believe that. You're opening dreams for yourself hey what could i dream my relationship with the lord could be hey god can you speak to me can you show me give me a sign give me an extra measure of wisdom give me 
uh, person. Give me an opportunity. Take away passion or temptation. Give me a direction or a leading. Where does that go? Only good places. Where does Joseph go after he buys into the dream? He becomes one of the famous, most famous men ever in the existence of humanity. How cool is that? Now, um, past results are no indication of future performance. <laughs> right, just because this happened to Joseph, you might not be one of the most famous people that ever lived. And if you did, you'd have uh, the temptation of enjoying the timing more than the timer. Because all of us can have a relationship with God like Joseph did. Where time's no longer important. The one who controls it is. It's wonderful. God speaks in more ways than we think. And we understand that also from Luke chapter 1 as part of that other story. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee, named Nazareth to a virgin, betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. That's a different way for him to speak. Apparently more than one person knew it. It became popular. It became famous. It became known. It became talked about 2,000 years later with an obscure dude. God speaks in more ways than we think. Why? Because He wants you to understand all the different options and opportunities. He wants you to be creative and imaginative. He wants you to dream. This is what I want to be like. This is what I want God to fix. My dream wife would be like this. My dream life would be like that. My dream job, my dream physical condition, my dream health, my... How much can you dream? Because we apparently are worshiping the God of dreams. If you do... That's how you end up with Dream Girl, which is actually her name. I told you it was going to get worse. I told you it was going to get worse. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get one this year, you know. So, yeah. Um, so, are we are we still resolving Mary and Joseph? No, we're resolving dreams, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, number three. Oh, by the way. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, number three. God says what we need slash want to, this is the easiest fill-in guess of all time, here, okay? God says what we need, want, to hear. Fair enough? I mean, did he need to hear it? Okay. Did he want to hear it? (laughs) Robin's on to something. Um, this is a test now. Uh, this is just for your opportunity. Um, this is instead of a both, this is an either or. You have to pick one of those words by the slash and decide which one it is. Please circle it now on your outline. Very seldom has God told me what I wanted to hear. But he always tells me what I need to hear. And we get in trouble when we want to hear that God speaks 
on our timing, ways that make sense to us rather than, what's with this angel stuff? I don't even know if angels exist. And I've had a lot of dreams. Most of the time I'm running from a bear and he catches me. I mean, I got all kind of weird stuff. God needs to speak in better ways. And I think God's up there going, yo, McFly, I don't care what you want. I, my relationship with the Lord got much, so much better when I realized he doesn't care what I want. Many, many, many times. It's like, oh, is that just you want? Oh my gosh, you're so stupid. Now, he will never talk to you that way. He and I talk that way because that's how I get it. Okay? You want that? If I gave that to you, uh, you'd jack it up. If I gave that to you, it would ruin you. If it gave that to you, you would get distracted. There's so many things that you want that you think you need because we confuse wants with needs right if you read the book on green communication it's really really clear what do you need air water he's definitely here folks right you just hit the we just hit the trifecta the heisman trifecta um you know what really we need to understand from this just the underlines god says here What's another way we would say that that would be a little more proper English for every day on the street? God says, listen. listen. We're so busy projecting to God. You know, I don't know if I buy that story. In fact, you got a lot of stories. There's that one dude walked on water. Another guy came back from the dead. Some lady touched your robe, and then you're all of a sudden healed. I don't know if I can buy all this stuff. And he's like, bro, I didn't do all this stuff to see if you agree with it. I jacked up all your understandings of logic and emotion so that you'd have no other explanation for it other than miracle. And now you're looking for supernatural ways to explain it. And I've only found one supernatural way that theory or thing that makes sense. Right, Mark? Jesus. Jesus is the only one. And God says, when are you going to hear? When are you going to listen? And the response Joseph has is great. When he awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had told him. Resolving the dream is never about the information. It's about your faith statement. Do you believe? Can he still act? Such a terrible question. Can he still act? Oh, so bad even saying it. See, God says what we need to hear. And why would he do that? Does he want your attention? Does he want you involved? Does he have a second plan? One that would be so good that you'd stop calling it a different plan and start calling it a better plan? I tell you what. That's pretty exciting because there's, there's some things that could really ruin you and then there's some things that are amazing that you should really try and you have no idea. You know, like when your daughter says, hey, you have to come to a yoga class with me. It's 10 o'clock at the gym and we're going we're gonna to do stretches and poses and 
and we're gonna bend things that aren't meant to bend, and you're gonna twist. And it was an hour and 15 minutes. I lost my breath. I was sweating. Do you know how far we went? This was about as far as we... There was a mat. I wasn't allowed to leave the mat. Do you know how controlling that is? I didn't have this whole different experience. which I, was, I had a streak going. I, was, I wanted to die and be able to say, I never did yoga. I win. Instead... Uh, future president of the United States comes and says, you have to go to yoga with me. That's a different plan. I get a sermon to prepare. I got, I got presents to buy for you. I got to go online. Did any of those work? No. no. What did she want me from me? She wanted me to listen. listen here, try something new. And it actually worked out. Aside from the sweating and losing your breath and then not being able to move the next day. God might want to make you sweat, lose your breath, and beat you up. He might do it through your spouse. He might do it through isolation. Um, he might do it through a change in job. He might do it by making you stay at your job, which might be its own torture. Um, Either way, he's trying to get your attention. He did it in the perfect way for Joseph through a dream. And he got Joseph on the path of starting to dream. Resolve the dream so that you can. Amen? If you never started the dream... At some point, you have to say, I'm going I'm to move beyond what I understand. And I'm going to start the experiment. It's kind of like having a kid. I don't know how this is going to go, but we're going to be found to be with child. <laughs> See what happens. You can become God's kid and see where it goes. Because God says that he was born on Christmas so that on Easter he could die at the exact right time for you. Pay for your sins, resolve so many of things, establish his position, show his obedience to the Father, the unity of the Trinity, and so many other things, and says, now come. I got a big old banqueting table and I'm reserving you a seat. Let's party. One of my favorite lines from God. I haven't found it in the Bible yet, but I'm pretty sure it says, let's party. You want to start that. You can say, I believe this. I believe that. I believe you. Help me start dreaming. If that's your prayer this morning, I want to know. Come talk to me afterward or raise your hand. Just something other than an email, please. Lord, thanks for this morning and for stories that somehow start to make sense when they didn't make sense. And you know, the greatest of those is your son, Jesus, and so many different things that he did and said and is. I pray that we will believe, buy in, and then act on it like Joseph does, did. 
May we believe the dreams, Lord, that we might be part of the dreams. And then acknowledge you as the dream maker and the timer. Pray for those who make that decision today. Pray for those who are already following you and are resolving some new things, maybe just even this morning. Pray you'd help them to know how to pray about those things specifically and then uh, guide us all. We thank you for the offering that we're about to receive. We pray, Lord, that it is your blessing, the correct amount at the right time for what you want to do in your plan. And we pray that everybody's comfortable with that. It's your son, Jesus' name we pray, amen. Do you need to be found with child? No. Do you need to do yoga? No. But you need to dream. May you live the dream. Amen? Go with him. Merry Christmas. Tell someone.